Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long, we are talking about caring for our communities. And our guests have been varied in terms of what they're doing and what they're teaching us. And this guest today is from kind of my old backyard. She's in Seattle, Washington. So you all know that not only was I from Spokane, but my uh, son and, our, and uh, his fiance and our grandbabies are all in Seattle. So it's a beautiful place. It's near and dear to my heart. But wait until you learn about what she's doing. I'm going to let her tell her story about her background. But let me just tell you. It's going to be one that makes you go, wow, not everyone can survive what she's survived without a doubt. But not only has she survived it, but at some point in time, she took all these lessons from her life and she used them to turn into another opportunity, not only for her and her soul and her mental well-being, but also to make a difference in the lives of others. And I cannot wait to share her story. So Christine Soul is, uh, you know, she's had, she's had quite a few interesting things, but today she is the CEO and founder of an organization called Providence Heights. And you know, if you're watching the video version, you're also seeing her in one of the apartments in Providence Heights. I cannot wait for her to tell us, but I'm going to leave this up to her because this story is too good for me to try and screw it up in the bio. So Christine, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Michael. I'm so glad to have to be on this. I am too. Your story, when I read your bio, and I'm going to ask you to share it, you know, however much you want to share, but your bio is shocking in a lot of ways. I mean, you had a tough upbringing and that that led to ramifications in your life. So tell us a little bit more about you, your story, you know, and how through that process you decided to do what you're doing today and shock the potential of people in your community. Love it. Well, you know, my dad was married eight times. My mom was married four. About the age of five, my parents were divorced and I really only saw my dad a handful of times after that. At the age of 10, I started doing drugs. And at 17, I was pregnant with my first child, baby girl. And less than two years later, I had identical twin boys. I was uh, trafficked. I was abused. I was living a gay lifestyle. I was filled with rage. And I just, I hated the world. And mm. So, you know, one day at 21, I fell to my knees. I cried out to God. I said, if you're real, take my life. It's yours. Mm -hmm. I so tangibly felt the power and presence of God. I threw the drugs and alcohol away where I really should have had a heart attack. Instead, I never even had a desire, temptation or withdrawal. I was wow. completely and totally set free. So it set me out on this journey of one, trying to figure out who this Jesus guy is. And <laughs> two... <laughs> Uh, I had three babies and I was bouncing from house to house and I didn't know how I was going to survive. Mm -hmm. And so that 
precious moment. I actually found myself in, um, I was in a basement at that time. I found out all my bills. I thought, man, I don't even know how I'm going to survive. Yeah. And, and I thought, you know, God really rescued me before. I wonder if he could help me with this situation. And so I just wrote a check to the only person I knew who went to a Christian church. And, and he didn't think anything of it. Um, I wish I would have written down how everything was provided. But in the most amazing and crazy ways, every detail was provided. But the person I wrote that check to is also the person I've been married to for 24 years. Hmm. So I went from extreme poverty to marrying what I believe is the most generous man in the world who allowed me to live a life of philanthropy, which put me in a very unique situation because you have people who have had rough experiences in life and, oh my gosh, they do such amazing and wonderful things for the community, but they don't necessarily always know how to get them out of the situation. They, they yeah. just kind of help them in the, in the suffering and in the pain. And that's compassion. It's beautiful. But I, I kind of had this concept of, wait, look how much. It's the shock your potential. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize I had potential. I had ability. My whole life, I was worthless. I was a piece of trash. I had no gifts, skills, abilities. I didn't graduate high school. What could I do? Well, mm-hmm. now I am founder and CEO and author of a book. And, and so, you know, what that really prompted was, you know, for, for many, many years, uh, I had the opportunity to pour into people's lives, to really work with other organizations and, um, you know, I believe have impact. Um, but, you know, one day I was driving down the road and I, I just felt like God was saying, turn the car around, go talk to that woman. And I'm like, what woman? <laughs> and I, I turned my head around and there's a homeless woman sitting on the side of the road. And I'm like, wow. So I turned the car around. I go sit down with her and I said, tell me your story. Mm. And we talked for about two hours. It was identical to mine. Wow. Absolutely identical. And, and I'm sitting there, I, I, I get in my car and I'm like ugly crying. <laughs> and I'm like, why? <laughs> what is it that caused me to run to Jesus? And she ran to heroin and our stories became very different. Right. And in that moment in my car, I knew that, that I needed to go and make an impact. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that's where it all began. So it's three and a half years ago, I started down this journey of creating an organization um, that we now call Providence Heights. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, is that I know there's so many amazing organizations out there that work with the homeless. I never ended up on the streets. Yeah. And that was the, the sweet and beautiful place that I felt like, why can't we grab them before they end up with all of the trauma? Because there's a statistic, Michael, yeah. that women have 72 hours on the streets before pimps and drug dealers get to them. 72 hours. Holy moly. Now think about the additional trauma from just landing on the streets. Now you have to deal with the abuse. Now the trafficking, the drugs. Why Mm -hmm. should we ever let people have to get to where it has become so extreme before they can get the help that they need? And so the way we describe it at Providence is that, you know, I think all of us at some point in our lives have been at the edge of the cliff. 
Yep. The next critical steps that we take will determine whether we start to fall off that cliff. Right. And there are amazing people and they're throwing ropes, throwing ropes, throwing ropes. The problem is there's too many ropes to throw right now. And depending right. on how far they've fallen off that cliff will really determine whether we can pull them back up or if they even have the strength to hold on any longer. And that's the scenario that we are seeing today in this homelessness crisis is they don't have the strength to even try to make any changes. Right. And, and so we, I call it feeding the beast. We need to stop feeding the beast. <laughs> There's a mm -hmm. pipeline and we can stop it before they fall off the cliff. And so we are all about prevention. We bring them in and we offer entrepreneurial skills. And so, oh, yeah, so when when we first started, we gave them a week to settle in and we mm -hmm. started another nonprofit organization called Providence Collective. That's the business side. And I sat him down and I said, I'm going to frustrate you, piss you off, <laughs> offend you, use other people's ideas, reject your ideas. I said, and in the midst of that, we're going to have a million victories. And mm -hmm. I said, and I want every bit of it. I said, because life can sting. And if I don't prepare you to walk through that, yes. I failed you. And so the very next week, I, I, we sat down and I said, okay. I said, I want everybody to share what they've been working on the last week. You have three minutes to share your ideas. A minute half and a half, we're going to critique you. And they look at me like, you know, deer in the headlight, like, no. <laughs> and one girl speaks up. And she goes, I didn't, I didn't know what you wanted. I'm not prepared. I didn't understand. I don't, I don't have anything. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't, I can't present anything to you. This is a woman with 10 kids. Wow. She is precious, but she came in with her head slouched down and her shoulders forward. And she whispered when she spoke. And, and in that moment, I said to that woman, I said, tell me what you've been thinking about this past week. Right. And she goes, well, I've been thinking about, you know, who we are we as an organization? What do we represent? And so I wrote these things down. That woman created a mission, vision, value statement mm. in a week. And I'm thinking, you know how long it took my board to create something <laughs> like that? <laughs> and I, it was so amazing. I watched this warrior woman arise. And now she walks around with her head held high. She's like director of operations now. They all gave themselves titles and she walks with authority. And that woman is getting ready to launch a, she's making hand soaps. Oh, nice. Nice. I have, I have another woman who just launched her business. I want to show it to you. Can you see these bracelets? Yes, they're beautiful. Oops, I went the wrong way. Yep. <laughs> and this one, she started a bracelet business. And Love she it. can't make them fast enough. Mm. And so these women, and, and in six weeks of starting our business, starting Providence Heights, they brought, let me see if I have a coffee. They brought a coffee line to market. Wow. Online, you can go and order Providence Coffee. It's the top 2% of the beans in the world. They did all of the research. They, they did the labeling, the wording, the packaging. You know, it's all done in a professional um, uh, roasting business. They did this in six weeks. Wow. Now, people have potential. Yeah, they absolutely. Opportunity, and they need someone to believe in them. Yes. So that's what we're doing here. 
we do personality tests. We really, um, we, we have life coaches. I, we don't have case managers because, you know, I can't stand the word. We have life coaches. Like I love that. life coaches, they're called secretaries. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> they've got their life coach. Um, and they're, they're amazing. We, we really discover who they are and what they, what's their passion? What were they created to do? And how do we draw that out and, and find that potential that is, that is within them yeah. and let them run with it. Wow. So uh, there's just so many, I'm, I'm blown away by everything you're doing and I love it on, I mean, so many amazing things, um, especially to your point, you're not just throwing a rope. Hey, here's a place to live. You're saying, here's a place to live. Here's how to take care of yourself. Here's how to feel um, uh, success. Here's how to embrace change. Here's how to, you know, to, um, to be led, to be guided, to accept um, support, not help. I mean, just many, many different elements together. So let's back this up a little bit because I'm I'm curious about this. So your first, uh, tell us about the facility itself. Like, how many apartments do you have? Like, what, where, where are you located? What is the physical structure that allows you to start to build this? And then, what's your demand for what you've got going on? Because I'm assuming it's pretty big. Uh, yes. Yeah, so this is we are in the Red Lion Hotel in Bellevue, Washington. Mm -hmm. And so there's 88 rooms available to us in the first year. And then in the second year, we can expand to 138 rooms, which would make it one of the largest in actually in the United States. Um, and so it's amazing. I'm in the room here. Let me show it to you. Lovely. Isn't it beautiful? All it of our is. furniture has been donated by um, World Vision and it's from Costco. So it's brand new furniture. It's beautiful. They love being here. And yeah, so it's for women and children. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we're, we're growing. We want to grow at a capacity that's not too overwhelming. So we didn't just have 138 women come in. That would, oh my gosh, we'd all lose our minds. Um, yeah. we, we are really focused on having a spirit of excellence in everything mm -hmm. that we do, really establishing the business, really getting them onto the right track so that when we bring our next um, group of ladies in, then they're the original ones are training the next group. And then that group yeah. is training the next group. And so every lady will have a mentor and nice. we love that. Yeah. I mean, talk about giving back, you know, that's, you know, you're receiving, you're giving and, you know, you're propagating the whole mission. Oh, yeah. So, I love it. So then um, when you, when, so let me just ask, I mean, you've got, you said you've got, you know, this one incredible woman, she's got 10 kids. Yeah. Um, what does it mean for these women when they, when they, when they just physically have a space that's theirs and safe and their kids, what kind of dynamic happens? I know we're hearing from the business side, which is incredible, but, uh -huh. and I love the fact you have life coaches. I love that as a distinction versus case manager. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's, let's change the nomenclature and let's, uh -huh. let's align it to success. But there's got to be a lot of um, emotional, you know, even with the safety and the positive things happen, there's got to be a lot of emotional processing going on with these people. Yeah, for sure. So, so one thing to know is that the women that we bring in where we consider ourselves like step two to like union gospel mission is a partner with us. And then mm -hmm. there's other shelter shelters in the area that are partners with us. And so we're like step two mm -hmm. for those guys, or we're the preventative. Like I had mentioned to you, 
before they end up homeless. And so Mm -hmm. the number one qualifying question that I ask is if you could do anything in the world, what would you do? Mm -hmm. And if I can get anything from them, just a spark, I'm like, oh, I want you. (laughs) Because Mm -hmm. I know that that they're ready to, to, to make those changes. They can see something for their future. Um, and that's, that is the biggest qualifying question really that we have found. If they're just stuck, it's really hard to have them in that place. And so I, I tell all of our staff, it's never a no, it's right. a yes or not yet. Mm-hmm. And, and then we help them find that place that might be a first step so that they could enter as a second step. And so that's really one of our big focuses, but, but yeah, we have, um, you know, uh, amazing structure where we ask that they are uh, focused on programs on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And that is working on the collective or their life coaching. We also have financial skills. We have bankers that come in and teach them how to do, you know, basics. And then we also have people training QuickBooks and things mm-hmm. like that. And so all of those classes are Tuesday and Thursday. And then the, the rest of the week they can, you know, pursue their jobs we do not micromanage them. They mm-hmm. they live their own life. We we love them. We adore them. Um, but we do not babysit them, <laughs> nor right. do we want to. Right. Um, but things come up. There's there's hard things. There's things that um, there's traumatic moments. Um, there's things uh, stretching. You know, we we had a, a gal yesterday who came in and she's she's our um, marketing director. She's mm-hmm. um, and and like I said, they create their titles and she's like, oh. You know, I, I just feel like, you know, we're, I, I don't, I'm not prepared. And I, I felt like on my, our last collective meeting, I wasn't ready. And, and she just felt like she's failing. Mm. And I'm like, number one, throw that word out. The yeah. only failure is quitting. Yeah. That's it. So, so every mistake you make is an opportunity to learn. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and so that's our real focus is every trauma, every pain, every um, uh, situation that they're going through. I get excited about it because we get to walk through it with them and they mm-hmm. get to learn new patterns of life. Yeah. Everything here, we speak life in every situation. Um, they, they're not allowed to speak negatively over themselves. They, they you know, quote different things, um, you know, to, you know, like, what do you believe about about yourself? Mm-hmm. And they'll have to say, like, I'm a warrior. You know, yeah. they create their own words. But I'm like, that's who you are. And yeah. so I think it's really just retraining the brain to know that they are conquerors. They are overcomers. They, are, they, have, they have victory in their life and purpose and destiny and calling. And so it's really just drawing that out of them. And, and they are responsive. Yeah. And, you know, it's important to know that, you know, whether they're in that situation or, you know, somebody like me in my situation, they're the same kind of struggles. You know, Um, two hours before doing this interview, I was on with my um, kind of support business coaching group and we're dealing with the same things. You know, we're doing like who who feels like today they hit that point where they're like, I suck. And then you're like, "Okay, let's deal with that. (laughs) Yeah. Let's move through it. So you realize you don't suck. You're just feeling that suckiness at the moment. So oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the first part of my book is that I'm totally unqualified. <laughs> <laughs> Read at your own risk. Because I get really bright people around me. That's yeah, what exactly. people do. <laughs> I love it. Well, Christine, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsor for the month and we will be right back. 
Awesome. Top Dog Learning Group, LLC, is a leadership, change management, and diversity inclusion consulting firm based in Orlando, Florida, but with top doggers, aka consultants, throughout North America and beyond. They focus on training programs, both virtual and face-to-face, keynotes and lunch and learns, group and one-on-one coaching, and off-the-shelf solutions. One such solution is their masterclass on the top three strategies to be resilient in times of change. This thoughtful self-paced online training will guide you through three tactics you can use immediately, not just to survive, but to thrive when change comes at you. Use the code RESIL50OFF for 50% off the program. Just go to bit.ly forward slash 3A5M LS6 and enter the code RESIL50OFF in all capitals to redeem your 50% off coupon. The link and code will be available in our show notes as well for easy access. Learn more today at topdoglearning.learningworlds.com. And we are back with Christine Soul with Providence Heights and uh, Providence. Wait, what was the name of your other uh, part of the collective? Providence Collective. I love it. And then you've got Providence Coffee and you've got all kinds of businesses that are growing out of this. So tell us a little bit about, you know, how I'm a little curious. I know you, we just kind of, we didn't really hit it. I I saw it a lot in your, um, on your website, but tell us a little bit about how you're funded and how you guys, you know, how you're making this happen, because I know that nonprofits are really challenging to, uh, to maintain, but I think it's a good idea to have the the for-profit and the nonprofit, but tell us how we're, how you guys are making this work. And it seems very unique. Yeah, it, it really is unique. You know, we have a vision. I'll tell you my big, big picture vision. And I believe in the potential. Um, My vision is that we're going to have apartment complexes where on the bottom floor, it's it's retail space. And then above that is office space and then apartment complexes that just, you know, everyday people live in as well as women who are in need. And, And so the vision behind that is that we could really just get a snowball rolling. You know, and I actually I call it capitalism for the poor because we know capitalism works. That's the Mm -hmm. reality. It just doesn't always work for the little guy. That's a problem. But how about we take something that works, implement it into an area that could really use some help, get the ball rolling there and let it sustain itself. Mm -hmm. And so everything that we make at Providence Heights, 100 percent just rolls right back into caring for people in need caring for people in need. There's, there's no one profiting. I don't take an income. I pay my staff, but there's, there's nothing to the, the objective is not to profit. The objective is to create more and more buildings to house more and more people and really set them free and launch them into their destiny. And so, so that's our objective. Starting businesses is one way. So we are earning income from the coffee the bracelets is like a franchise. So a percentage yeah. of that goes to Providence Heights and then goes to launching our women into what they mm-hmm. need to do. And and then amazing donors. That's how we get started is mm-hmm. that we have donors that are um, you know willing to give of, of their time, talent and treasure. And really, you know, if it's five dollars a month, that's amazing. If it's yeah. buying our coffee, subscribing to coffee. Awesome. 
Um, and so we do two different events a year. We have our, our first summertime event. We call it Experience Providence. That's August 29th. And um, so we're excited for that. But, but yeah, just amazing donors and friends and partners that we have is, is really how we're funding this. Yeah, I love it. And it is interesting. I worked in the nonprofit sector for a good portion of my earlier career and people are like, oh, you mean you don't make any money? I'm like, no, that's not how nonprofits work. <laughs> and, yeah, there's that. <laughs> if a nonprofit didn't make any money or, uh -huh. you know, it wouldn't be able to survive. So, yeah. you know, you've got to work it together. But I do know a lot of businesses that have found really great success between a for-profit arm that can continue to support and sponsor uh, the nonprofit arm and vice versa. And I think it's a really, to your point, it's really taking a look at what is already working within capitalist society, but also um, just good, smart business. Yeah. And if, you know, the way we maximize, uh, you know, um, uh, protection within businesses and, and tax protections, those things can really have that snowball effect that you're looking for to be able to fund more continual projects that, that uh, exceed your mission. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, I actually, when we started the organization, I made two phone calls. Um, one was to a, a guy who owns half of Bellevue mm -hmm. and all those big skyscrapers in Bellevue. And I said, what do you look for in giving to an organization? He's very philanthropic. And he goes, he goes, oh, he says, you know, um, he said, that's easy. He said, who's on your board and is it sustainable? Yeah. Got it. So I called another friend, Jackie Green. She owns, they own Hobby Lobby. And I said, what do you look for in giving to an organization? And she said, oh, she goes, who's on your board? And is it sustainable? And I went, I'm going to get myself a killer board and figure out how to be sustainable. So that has yes. been a real focus from the very beginning. Sustainability is critical, not only for us, but, you know, I'm not helping the ladies if in a year they leave, but they right. don't know how to live a life of total freedom. It's, right. it's not enough for me that they just survive but that they thrive, that they're successful, right. productive, and that they do what they love. That's that's yeah. our objective. I love it. And you opened the doors at the beginning of uh, 2021 in uh, still the middle of a pandemic. So that must have been extra challenging. <laughs> that was an adventure. You know, what's amazing <laughs> about that is we had worked for 10 months to purchase a hotel. And I mean, it was just the craziest things not going through, not going through. Um, that building if we would have gotten that because we didn't want to grow have all of them housed at once, mm -hmm. um, we would have just had vacant buildings, which would have been an extreme cost um, because of the pandemic. Um, that deal fell through within two weeks. I reached out to, to the red lion and they're amazing. Mm -hmm. They are so incredible that they are working with us to where we're leasing one building at a time. But not only that, but we, we have, there's four units. We have one unit completely to ourselves and we only pay for the rooms we occupy. Nice. And so we pay as we grow. Now, when could you ever do that prior mm. to a pandemic? <laughs> so no kidding. It, it really has been so incredible. Um, just such an opportunity for us. I love it. And I love the line pay as we grow, because I think that's uh, that's really also about investing in the future. I love it. Well, Christine, I know we're going to have all your contact information on our show notes, including links to your book and your and your uh, websites. But just in case somebody wants to look you up right now, what's the best way for them to find you and find out about everything you've got going on? 
So ProvidenceHeights.org is the website for our organization. You can also look up ChristineSoul.com. You can get books um, through there or Amazon or where you purchase your books. So, Excellent. Well, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Oh, I would say just believe in yourself. Go for it. Go big. Um, you know what? There's so much potential and purpose in a person's life. And mm -hmm. I just believe, I, I think so many people get stuck in the career that they started in and, and they have zero desire to do it. You know, do what you love. I'm not saying quit your job now, but start to pursue what your passion is and be yeah. creative because you have no idea. I mean, we have a girl that was sitting at the table who was making salad or pouring salad dressing. She goes, oh, I should make my salad dressing for you guys. People say it's the best. We're like, that's a business. That's a business. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. I mean, let's get creative. There's so many things that are out there. And so just, just believe in yourself and go for it. Go big. And to your point, you know, when somebody has had a really tough life, they forget that those things, like everybody tells me my salad dressing is the best. That is something to be really proud of and lean into and say, hey, there's a reminder that in those moments where I doubt or I wonder or I maybe question my validity, there's there's a shining example. Embrace okay. it. That's it. And the truth is we are all unqualified. Yeah. That's a beautiful place to be. So. Yeah. Just keep learning and growing. And yeah, life is amazing. I love it. I love it. Christine, thank you so much for being my guest today and inspiring us and uh, for making sure that we know that there are solutions that we can have creative uh, opportunities to help others. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and Sales Mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.